everyone. Welcome back to After the Checkers. We got a really cool guest. I told you in the last couple shows here, we're going to try to get some bigger name guests. And we did that uh, right out of the gate front part of the year here. And so um, thank you, though, to uh, to Minnesota Trek headquarters. They're on board with us again. Right there is their logo. And then right over here uh, above Jake is going to be the ECS logo. And we appreciate those guys being unwell. A new sponsor, which is right down there, uh, is going to be Get In The Stands. And we'll talk more about them uh, as the year goes on. It's going to be a great relationship with them. So, But the star of the show here, Mr. Jake Tim, how the heck are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Just enjoying a little time off here before we get after it again. That is, uh, you, you, it's part of, part of one of my questions here is, is how do you find some relaxation on your schedule? And so, cause your schedule is effing insane. I got to tell you. And so, yeah. um, but before we get all to that is let's, let, I want to get to know Jake a little bit because you, you and I don't know each other. Um, I was down at the, at the gateway nationals at the dome, watched you uh, you're a Minnesota guy. I knew you were a Minnesota guy, but I didn't, I don't, you know, you race in the Southern part and I'm from the Northern part. And so we, we don't know each other, but, um, I was cheering for you and man, you were snake bit. Like there, there, there was, if there yeah. was luck handed out, you missed it. Like you, you yeah. got in the back of the line and they were out of it before you got to the front of the line, dude. And so, um, let's talk about the dome a little bit because that's, that's kind of the most recent thing on the schedule and, and uh, maybe what people remember you for, which is not, it's not what they should remember you for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a really fun experience. Honestly, I've went to that race every year since they had it um, and just sat in the stands and watched. And honestly, I've always, I've always sat there and watched and been like, man, I'm kind of happy I don't bring my car here. And uh and, you know, I'm just, I always have a blast watching. I'm like, it's probably more fun to sit in the stands and, you know, having some beers and watching these guys tear yeah. stuff up. But uh, um, after racing in it, uh, you know, I, I always said I was going to do it eventually, right? And it, it's been seven or eight years and we're at a point where I'm like, okay, we can, yeah, we're risking our car. You know, technically we do that every time we go to the racetrack, but obviously there it's a lot more. Yeah, the, the chances uh, are a lot higher. Yeah. A lot, lot higher. And uh you also it's also a place that you don't I guess you don't really want to go and not be willing to risk it all behind the wheel too. You know, it's like if you're if the opportunity is, is there, like yeah. send it. You yes. know? Yep. Yep. And uh it truly is a, a checkers or wreckers the whole yeah. weekend. It's not you know, your your situation for those, you know, go on flow, go back and watch it. But your yours it was an like the the one I'm thinking of the win and you're in kind of a deal. Uh yeah. it, it was it was put it on the rug or just go put it back in the trailer kind of a thing. Like it was an all or nothing kind of a deal for you. Essentially, yeah. I mean it it was unfortunately that's what it came down to. We we were fast early on. I was really surprised. I'd never never raced on a track anywhere remotely that small or you know anything like it really and uh um so I didn't know what to expect I was like I didn't know if I was, our car is going to be terrible if yeah. you know I wasn't going to cope well with it uh and we went out and then you know the other thing is you don't get hot laps like it's you go out your first two laps at the place are the most important of the weekend like yes. your time trials and uh we went out we timed in really good we were fourth 
um, which put us on the front row of a heat and, uh, which is exactly where I wanted to be. I mean, couldn't have pictured it any better. And, uh, yeah, the guy, I was frustrated. I was a little frustrated with how, with that, the start of that race. Cause uh, after the green flag drops at the dome, it's the dome. Like people are going to run people over elbows up, baby. It's what you signed up for. If you're going there, you know, you just, it is what it is. It puts on a show. The fans love it. You, you got to be prepared for that. But uh, the, I guess the before the race even starts, the guy the guy jumps up on my outside and uh, kind of tries to start the race from the outside pole, and then which he did. And uh, even after that, it uh, he chopped me down into the inside wall, and I just nicked it with my left front tire, and and it. Uh, went down they make you pull off there and then they actually they actually changed the i don't know if it's because of me or not but they changed they the rule like the next right day right afterwards they <laughs> changed it like like yeah, literally they're... the next race the the announcers come on and go yeah we're gonna change this up if the left front is down and they want to race they can and i'm like yeah yeah let's so go just, retroactive <laughs> yeah just it was not it was not meant to be for us i guess and and uh yeah, went to that last chance race, and I mean, I like I said, we were surprisingly. I was, I was really good. Like the car felt really good. We were fast. Um, I was able to kind of pass or at least get to the guys in front of me all the time. I felt like so. Yeah, we were kind of digging out of a hole the whole rest of the weekend there, yeah. and uh, I knew in that last chance race, I was in sixth. I think I started tenth, and I was in sixth, and they only give you ten laps, which there is like. I mean, that's like a minute, you know, yeah, you yeah, like, it really is. <laughs> you have like a minute to pass really needed to get fourth to have a chance to win that next race. And, uh, I was stuck behind Dylan and, and the, the four car for probably like two or three laps and they were rubbing on each other and they're holding me up. And I'm like, man, I, if, if they could just get out from alongside of each other, I can pass them, I think, but they never did. They just kept rubbing on each other for like two laps straight. And, uh, they kept as the as the race was coming to an end, it just kept getting worse and they were pushing each other up the racetrack every exit a little farther, a little farther. And I'm like, man, I'm getting huge runs off the top here. I'm like, if I could just Duck sneak the under him. <laughs> so sure enough, they're running into each other as bad as the whole race was for the, you know, coming to the checkers in one and two. And they kind of shove each other up the track coming out of two. And I'm like, all right, this is it. I had a huge run coming up. Like, we're never. I'm probably going to rub them a little bit. I knew I was probably going to rub them a little bit. But then the four car really was coming into three, just driving Thornton down the track. And just <laughs> it got a lot worse than I wanted it to. But we ended up all jumping each other's tires. And there's a video of it on my uh, on my racing page in slow-mo. It's pretty cool to see. But and then. <laughs> Then I ended up getting fourth anyways, but um, the retaliation from it kind of took me out. So. Yeah, yeah. There was, yeah, so you, there's a, a pretty cool picture of you, you know, your your right front's ripped off, you're, you're in the fence, like you, you, uh, you literally crossed the finish line on a 50-50 grind on the wall. Like you're, yeah. it's, there's, that's the cool picture really, is you, <laughs> you get fourth by, I, I mean, it's four inches like you, that you're ahead, yeah. maybe less than four inches that you're ahead. 
And well, my tran- I don't know if they said on the, I don't know if the announcers said anything about it, but my transponder, the rear end, our transponders were on the rear axle tube. Right. And the rear end was so high in the air when we crossed that it didn't read. So they, oh, had to go to the photog- they had to go to the photographers on the infield to figure out who got four. That's awesome. I so didn't was, know that. Cool. So you went above the loop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was too, my rear end was too high in the air for it to read. <laughs> That's funny. I did not know that. I know they had said that they had to go to photography, you know, the still photography to, to, to determine the win. And it, you won, like you're ahead, you know, your bumper is yeah. just ahead kind of a thing, but it was, you know, it, it's, you started wrecking car and then he, you know, gave you a little, little, I love you tap a, a little hug yeah. in, yeah. into turn one. And that put you into the fence and you're, it was like, it was, shit after that like you it, yeah, it took just, it 20 minutes to get you off the track and two tow trucks and it was just a bad deal but you and then you so you 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 qualified into the win and you're in then and yeah you, and then that you had to get first place but you didn't you had to go put your car back together in literally is it 25 minutes 30 minutes that you had in order to get back out there i think we had about probably it was probably about seven or eight minutes from the time they actually got the car it took them it took them probably 20 minutes to get the car from the fence to our pit stall yeah because it was tangled up in the fence first and then the the right front suspension was ripped out of it so yes. you couldn't lift the back up and then the left rear was flat and they didn't want to drag it across the dome floor so they had double wreckers because of that but then once you get to the pits, they can't, it's too tight. They can't really get through there with double wreckers. So then it's sitting there and I had to run back and get a tire. Uh, Gordy, Gordy Gundaker is actually there. He got me a ride back and he actually helped me change the tire and everything. And then we got it back and I had, man, there was honestly probably 20 people waiting there, like with tools and parts, just yeah, ready to like yeah. help us get it back together, which was awesome. Like too yeah. many people to list. Um, but yeah, we got it all back together in like record time and uh missed it by about two minutes. I mean we we put the whole right front suspension back on it in about five minutes. Um that's nuts. And uh yeah, we just as I pulled out, if if I didn't have to go like all the way outside through the fuel lane and all that and everything, I probably would have made it. But with that, I pulled into the dome. And they're like just taking the green and heard, so. heard the engines <laughs> roar up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like dang it. I could see it on the big screen as I pulled through. I'm like, oh, man, crap. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd have had something for him. I think. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was super fun race uh, to watch. You know, your whole weekend. It was just if, if you're a Jake Tim fan, it was just heartbreak after heartbreak after. But fighting. Yeah. It was it was the show again, which is what the dome is. It is. Yeah. It is, I'm a big proponent that racing, the racing world, the dirt track racing world needs to stop thinking that we're dirt track racers and start thinking that we're entertainers. And a hundred percent. And I, and that's what that race is. I'm glad you touched on that because even after that, you know, we got the video in slow-mo, my buddy Tyler Rinkin, he's one of the best photographers in the industry. He, he got that on slow-mo and, uh, I was honestly debating whether I wanted to post it because of how much flack I might get for that last move on that final corner. And I was like, you know what? It's a dome, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to post it. And it got like, I think it's got like 120,000 views right now. It's like the most successful post I've ever had, yeah. especially a video. And uh, 
And for the most part, everybody's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, that's awesome. They're excited about it. You know, understand it's a show for the fans. But there was a lot of guys in there and a lot of other racers that were kind of knocking it. Like, you know, I think somebody said, like, oh, he must not pay for his own equipment or, you know, things like that. And it's like, you don't come to the Dome not willing to risk your stuff. You know what you're signing up for. I mean, you're signing up, you're signing up to, to race in front of probably, I don't know, 30,000 people watching, maybe more. Well, like, yeah, like watching. Yeah. There's with streaming yeah. and everything. And, yeah. And you're there to put on a show and really the, I mean, the benefit to being in front of that many people and putting on a show out, outweighs what it, it's going to cost to fix the race car yeah, in the long run. Sure. You know, if you're, if you're choosing racing for a career, it's without a doubt, something you should be doing, you know? Yeah going to that race and letting it all hang out. So it's even to the point of, um, I forget who said it, but in a post-race interview, it might've been Mike Harrison is, is, uh, or Mike Harris rather that if I'm remembering right. And it's, he said, when, when do we get the opportunity to do this? Like you, like he said in his post-race interview, I'll never not be here. Like this is right. this is the freaking dome. Like you have to be at this race if you're a if you're in this to make a living kind of a thing. And that's it's I I look at Charlie Medford from last year. Like he's you know oh he's I mean the superstar. He's sold, and enough, he's, he's sold enough T-shirts to buy ten race cars. You yes, know, yeah, from and, that, that and that's the thing is that it's. Charlie, I mean, he's super cool dude. Like you look at him and he's, you know, just a little kid with big moppy hair. And like, he's, he's just a little kid. Yeah. But he got out there and did his, blah, 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 and it, the interview <laughs> became the show. And, yeah. and it's not like he's up, you know, kicking everyone's ass in the modified kind of a thing. He's just a great entertainer. And, um, and that's what that whole event is about is like you say, like, it, it's the only event that I, I mean, I've been around motorsports 40 years of my life and it, it's the only like guys will just completely junk. Like you hung in the fence, uh, another Minnesota guy, Brandon cop, who we're going to have on the show in a couple weeks. Like he, he hung up in the fence. Um, the guys are rolling over the whole front of his light models missing and everybody gets out of the car and yeah, they're frustrated, but no one's like, you know, like it's, it's all like, <laughs> and that like, we're, this we're dome racing. Just, like everyone's excited kind of thing, you know, if you sign up for it, that's what you got to know you're in for. Yeah. And like, I totally get it from the racers perspective that can't afford to wreck their, their stuff. You know, I totally yeah. get it. Cause I went watch for seven years cause I couldn't afford to wreck my stuff either. Right. And, uh, you know, fortunately we're at it. We're at a point where you can go and take that chance. Right. And, you know, it's kind of a gamble. Like, you know, if you go out there and win that race, I mean, it's the publicity career. and the fan base and the, you know, everything that yeah. um, drives a racing career is right. there. And right. I appreciate a guy like Cody Summer for making it possible. And, you know, given like, he doesn't have to let modifieds race on that show. He could just say late miles only and right. given a, given an opportunity for modified guys to come race in front of that kind of crowd. I mean, there's nowhere else you can race with even remotely a crowd mm-hmm. that size no. in a modified. So, no. no, so it's, uh, it's, 
the people that that are that are negative about it I, they just need to change their opinions <laughs> like if you don't want to go don't go nobody has to go yeah you or know, or go like i would imagine like, I, I can't imagine anybody's been there and didn't like it like i mean right there there's not didn't have a good time at least there wasn't yes, yeah you're gonna you know? laugh and high five complete strangers from across the country because there's I mean, I, I'm from Minnesota. The people next to me were from Tennessee. The people right in front of us were, were somewhere like North Carolina or something like that. And where where else do you go to a dirt track race and have that, you know? And right. so it is, it is. I mean, Eldora maybe is probably the only spot. That that's, that's the only other place I've went that has their crowd even remotely close, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's, and that, even that, it's, it's a little different because there's, you know, 200 cars and it's outdoor and you're racing against people that have way more experience at that right. track than you all the time. Yeah. And, and it's a half and it's mile, a half mile track. Yeah. 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 The whole facility will fit in the infield at Eldora. <laughs> right. So right. I was, for those that are watching that maybe don't know what the dome race is, I, I had in my head, maybe I need to explain that. So think about your local high school. Okay. There's a football field with a track around the football field, like that people run on. Right. So the track that Jake raced on the outside of the track that race that Jake was racing on is the inside of that football field, the whole track that 20 cars started on for the main event fits on that football field the whole track like the yeah. infield the the whole three wide track i didn't i would i would have fist fought somebody saying that there's no way it's a three wide track but my friend here proved that <laughs> yeah. it's a three wide track well at least it's, two and a half wide anyways it's it's such a cool event that like i said i i watched when watched for six seven years and like going racing this time I didn't know if I was going to have more fun racing than I would in the stands. I'm like, maybe next year we'll just come watch in the stands if we don't like it, whatever, you know, I can tell you, I'll never not race in that show unless I can't, unless I don't get invited or whatever. Right. Like it's such a cool experience, such a, such a good opportunity to, you know, get your name out there and, yeah. and, and all that. And it's a blast. The track is, I mean, it, in the stands and watching it looks way smaller than it is when you get out there. Like when you get out there, it is a three wide racetrack. I mean, yeah, it's, you can get three wide. It's tight. <laughs> so we did the math on it, like took, you know, they say it's a one fifth mile. So if you take 5,280 divide it by five, you get whatever that is a thousand and some feet. And then where you took your lap times, you know, that like, I, I think RTJ was maybe the number one qualifier in the modified and maybe the the late model too, because he's DJ, yeah. but uh right. um took that and you're so you're averaging, so this is a whole lap somewhere in that 70 to 75 miles an hour in in your race car. And you're it's this big, like it's mm -hmm. it's so tiny, and but you guys are still going fast, like it's not oh yeah. You're not going half mile, never lift wide open, giant corners fast, but I, it's so it's way more intense than, and and yes. things happen way faster than at like a half mile. Like it's a good. You it, might be going 120 at Eldora, but it feels like things are happening way faster at Gateway when you're going. Yeah, seven. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's the thing is, 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 
I, I, if it were me, Jake, and you tell me if I'm wrong, you said, you know, a, a 10 lap race is about a minute, you know, might be, it might stretch into a minute and a half long. If it's, if it's a green to checkers race, it's legit a minute and 30 seconds long. And, yeah. uh, do you take a breath? No, it's, I mean, it's like a, it's like a dog fight. I mean, you're just, you're, you're just, things happen so fast. You don't even really have time to like process them and <laughs> react like, think and about figure it. You it out just later. make yeah. decisions and go, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a, I've never been a real big fan of small tracks, but I haven't raced on a whole lot of small tracks in my career. But, uh, that, I mean, it One blew me out of the water. It was on, so right? fun to race on. <laughs> One a year from now on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, pretty much. It, other than like Casino Speedway, there's really not a lot out there that we go to, you know? Yeah. And even Casino, I haven't even been there in this. four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome experience. Yeah. I'll definitely cool. be going back as long as I get invited. That's good, man. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll do what we can to make sure you get back invited every year, kind of thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Got to be a legacy kind of a thing. So, <laughs> um. So your number four, and you race late, Mike. Like at the dome, you were a modified driver, but you also race late models as well, super late models, kind of all over mm -hmm. the country. Um. Yeah. I want to kind of talk about your schedule. We kind of hinted about that a little bit at the beginning of the show here. And you put, so in 2023, you put in 90 shows, nine, zero shows. Like, yeah, that's, oh my God, kind of racing. And so how do you do that? And now it's a little easier with two, two cars, but very rarely are you racing both cars at the same track on the same night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, I'm not a fan of racing double duty, but I usually do it because it makes sense financially to race both. But um, it's it's a lot. I mean, I yeah, we run 90 shows, but you look at a guy like RTJ, I think he had like 150 or 160 shows. And and uh, it's it's something that, I mean, I think five, six, seven years ago, we only ran 40 shows a year, you know, weekly shows. And it was a and, lot then? <laughs> It, it it seemed like a lot then, and we were just driving fifteen minutes to one place and an hour to the next on right. Saturday, and yeah. and now you know we're running ninety, and usually there's a day or two of travel involved, you know. So it's it's become really a full time job, and it's it's uh, I mean it's my dream, it's what I've chased my whole life, it's what I wanted to do, and uh, so you know, I mean I'm I feel blessed to be in this position and be able to do this um for sure but it's uh it's definitely it's a job you know it's yeah. <laughs> like it's a lot of work to go and have fun for 50 laps you know right exactly um, so it's it's pretty much constant um um i'm always working on something whether it's it's the cars the motors whatever it may be you know we i rebuild our motors i rebuild our transmissions um um we do all that stuff ourselves to just to save money really, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and make things work. So it's, it's definitely turned into a really, um, timely thing, I guess. <laughs> There's not much downtime. It used to be, used to be like after our last race in, in, uh, you know, October or whatever it was, it'd be like, okay, cool. I'm done till March. You know, I can right. lay low for a while, whatever. 
now we're racing every month except November, I believe now is the only yeah, month. With, that with the dome race, race so. being in December, like that is, yeah. yeah. And then you'll be, you flip it instantly. And, and I would next week you're on your way to Arizona. Yeah. 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 So then we'll go and that's, you know, that's, we're stopping at Willie's Chastity Dino on the way down. So we got to leave daily for that. So like, we'll be gone for two weeks, maybe just over two weeks. And then, and get back and then we get to build another car and I got to put a couple motors together to go around the SMTS. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, so, so there's two questions in that is you brought up that racing is a job, but you have a job. What, what is you, you what is who in the hell hires Jake Tim knowing that he's going to be gone? Like this comes with seven months worth of vacation, right? Like who, like, yeah, no, I, it's definitely turned into, I mean, I used to, I used to actually like, I mean, three or four years ago, I'd actually have, I actually had like a job and I, you know, I worked for my dad, so I was pretty flexible, you know, but still I had to kind of stay within our vacation and, you know, things like that, you know, it wasn't like I just got to go and do yeah. whatever. So, and if they needed me, I had to be there. So, but it's definitely over the last three or four years here, um, it's definitely turned into a full-time job. And, uh, I'm still super fortunate. Like I can still go and, um, I can work for dad. He's got the racetrack. He's got, uh, the CNC business. Um, we build motors here and there. So it's, it's, I'm very fortunate to be able to go and make money if I need to somewhere right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. doesn't always pay the bills. So, uh, uh, I've been pretty lucky to be, have the, be in the situation that I'm in and make this a reality for, for me, you know, uh, Oh, oh, all that to my dad really put That's me in awesome. this position yeah. to be able to do that. So, but yeah, no, I to go out and get a normal job at this point, <laughs> the not happening. Yeah. Have to go. <laughs> the two aren't going to coincide with each other. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so, and so then you talked about the, the other question that comes up there is, is, you know, saving money, building your own engines and that sort of stuff. Are you, are you the body guy? Do you have social media people that do that thing for you? Or is it just you and you and Emma out on the road? Uh, me and Emma are, me and Emma are, we do all our social media. Um, she does all her t-shirts, which gets to be, a, gets to be a lot, all the merchandise stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we have Spencer. Um, he's our crew chief. We hired him a year ago or two years ago. He's been with us now full time. Um, he he does a lot of the bodies my dad likes to do the bodies we still race out of dad's shop so he just he's one of them guys that just can't sit still so if he goes home after work and there's something to do in the shop he's out Ends there stuff <laughs> up. Yeah. Nice. so he'll and he's he's really good at body work like he's one of the best i've ever seen at hand making bodies so so he does a lot of our body work spencer does a lot of it um i do motors transmissions uh a lot of the setup and technical stuff, um, you know, just building cars, all that, all that stuff. Uh, basically anything I can, you know, right. between the three of us, we do all, we, we do most of it. I got, we, I'm fortunate to have a lot of volunteer help. Um, Mike Kelmus, Cody, Cody Gardner and Kurt, uh, they, Mike and Cody or Mike and Kurt have been helping my dad since for, I mean, when he was racing. So probably, I don't know. They've been between him and me, they've been helping us voluntarily for 20 or 30 years, probably. Yeah. 
um, which you just can't. This I mean, might be the only sport, Jake, where where that I don't know another sport where you know somebody volunteers for twenty years to be the hockey coach or right. the the baseball hitting guy. No, no, I don't need any money. I just want to be around and hang out and be part of the team. Maybe I right. get a free T-shirt or a free sweatshirt or, you know, hey, I'll buy pizza and beer after the races. This sport, every driver, it seems, has their guys um, to help. Yep. That, that just show up and say, man. And all you got to do is buy them a pit pass. <laughs> yeah. Buy them a pit pass and they're, you know, because you got to make it, you got to make it fun too, you know. and Yeah. And, and they just like they just like coming racing with us and and you know we love having them and and uh obviously they're big fans of, of racing in general and, yeah. and like to be a part of it and i've been really fortunate to have have a lot of volunteer help through the years and then the other guy cody he's actually he's just a couple years older than i am we actually used to race uh like go-karts and slingshots and stuff together and so it's kind of funny he now he uh he doesn't race he's big into hunting now he's a duck hunter and so in the summer he's got time and he, he loves coming racing with us too. So it's, that's awesome. It's, it's uh yeah, I'm, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of volunteer help and, and help make it all possible. Cause there's a lot of man hours that go into running yeah. 90 shows a year, you know, that's the, you'd said something, I think, I don't remember if it was before or during the thing here now, but it about, it's a lot of work to go in, to go run 50 laps. You know, you, you, you travel across the country you have, I, I don't know what your toter looks like, but it's, if you're traveling cross country, you have a, 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 at least a couple hundred, if not several hundred thousand dollars tied up in a, in a toter, you have yeah. a couple hundred thousand dollar race cars in the back with another 50 or 60 or $80,000 worth of parts and tools and all that stuff. You have in man hours, not, not, you know, the five of us punched a clock and we worked an hour. I'm saying in total man hours, there's, there's a hundred hours that go into your 50 laps in Arizona. Oh. And then you, oh, yeah. you load up the car and you travel to Texas and there's yeah. another hundred man hours into 50 laps in Texas. And then there's, you know, wherever the hell you're traveling next. Yeah. So much work. Oh, it, it's, if you're just looking for a job, it's, it's not for you. It's, no, yeah. You got to love it. Cause you got to be willing to work or, you know, basically dedicate all your, your time to it yeah. for the most part. You're, yeah. Your life. Right. And, uh, you know, even, even the guys that, that do, um, maybe, you know, crew for a living or whatever, like it, if you really figure in all the man hours with the driving and the sitting at the racetracks, I mean, you just, you yeah. can't, it's almost two bucks an hour. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't justify it. So you really got to love it. You got to love being at the track and yeah. you know, you, you, you got to kind of have that in you to be a part of it, I think. But yeah, for sure. Like I said, very fortunate to have great people around me that love the sport just as much as I do and, and uh, help make it possible. Perfect. So do you, so we're talking about going, you know, cross country kind of thing and you, you literally race, you know, coast to coast, border to border kind of thing, probably dip into Canada every now and then. Maybe, I don't know if you're, if you're up that way or not, but never been up that far. Okay. Um, <laughs> but li I mean, you're from Eldora to, to Arizona, you're in Florida, you're 
I, I don't know if you get up into the northwest, you know, up in Washington, Idaho. That I don't know if there's any never stuff been, up there. Never been that way, and I haven't I haven't raced in Florida yet, but we've been down to like Louisiana and uh I think I raced in Georgia one time. Um pretty close. Yeah. It's all it's all over the place. You need to get to Florida, Jake. Like you need to go to Volusia or oh, like, I would love to. Yeah. There's love to. some iconic just to be able to it's like the dome. Like you have to go race Volusia and East Bay to check it off the list kind of a thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sure so one day. Um, do you, are you the driver? Do you drive the bus everywhere or is that a split shift kind of a thing? Um, I, it's funny. I, I have the CDL, but everybody else likes to drive. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I really don't end up driving a whole lot, but, uh, Spencer drives a lot. He really likes driving. So he drives most of the time. Um, but like when we go to, when we go to Vado where it's a 24 hour drive, I'll, I'll drive for a good amount of time. And basically whenever he gets tired, he, but he likes, he would rather be driving than sitting in the passenger seat with nothing to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of the same way. Like I like to do the I like to just because I, I don't know if it's a car sick thing or if I'm bored otherwise, or a control freak, I don't know what it is, but I, I like to be the driver kind of a thing too. When, if I'm, yeah. if it's a big trip like that, but, um, so we, we've kind of hit on it just a little bit about life on the road and that kind of a thing. Is it hindsight being 2020, like you've, you've done it now for a while. Is there would you, could you go backwards and like, just be the fastest guy at, at the home track and never like, would you, I'm asking this question in a stupid way here, but knowing what you know, now the commitment, the, the late nights, the pain, agony, money, stress, all the shit that goes along with being a over the road racer. Is it, is it worth it? Or is it, would you if you had it to do all over again, just be the fastest guy at the local four or five tracks. Uh, I think I'd a hundred percent do it all over again. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I love it. I'd race every, every day of the week if I could. I think. I'm sure at some point it'll get, it'll get old to me, but uh, right now I, I, I love it. I love um, that, you know, every year we're racing more and it's growing and I'm ready to keep going and keep growing it and racing more and more. And uh um yeah it's like I said it's been my dream so like I think if I honestly my life would probably be easier and I'd probably make more money if I if I didn't but uh I think I would just have too much regret and just yeah. uh you know that not many people are blessed with the opportunity to be able to have this chance and uh and I feel like I said I feel super fortunate that I have and I I want to you know maximize it and take right. it to the fullest extent so right. well you're uh, definitely doing that man like it's it's fun to to kind of follow the career a little bit and that sort of stuff so so next step in the career the first question before we ever hit the camera here uh i, I said hey i'm kyle nice to meet you jake because we've never spoken to each other outside of a couple texts back and forth and i said my my first question for you bud is why in the hell do you not do the whole USMTS? <laughs> because so in 2023, there was 36, 34, 34 USMTS races held. Jake won four of them. 
the champion of the series won five and, and Jake raced 11 less races than the champion did. And so just, I mean, if you, if you won two more races out of those 11, you're, you're like your top three guy for sure. And, and maybe you cash the big check at the <laughs> MTS banquet in, in Nebraska. And so where, why not? Yeah. Yeah. No, like I said, it's funny you asked that. Cause I, I think that's, that's kind of our plan this year is, uh, is to run that full schedule. Obviously I, you don't know going into the year that you're going to be that good and things are, you know, your car is going to be that good and you're going to have that much luck and, and, you know, everything it takes to be that successful, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's like you says, 2020 hindsight, like I, if I could go back, yeah, I probably would, I would run it last year, but, uh, going forward, I, I, uh, we plan to, as of now, like, I think as we were talking before the, the 36 race thing is kind of the only thing we're waiting on. Cause there's a few shows that I really just don't want to miss here at home. Um, that would make it a lot harder decision for me. But if he, if he sticks to the 36, they're taking 36 races. then I think there's like 40 some on the schedule, upper forties. Yeah. So I could actually miss a weekend. Uh, we'll for sure be running that tour. So that's awesome. This is this is the first time I've said anything about that. <laughs> well, we'll uh, by the time the show airs, everyone will know already. So it'll be. Uh, yeah. uh, we'll we'll keep it a secret until oh, I don't. I don't care. You don't gotta keep it a secret. You can let it let yeah. it be. That. <laughs> yeah, it'll be because uh, we're, we're we're recording right now. It's the middle. I guess it's the end of December. It's the 27th of December, just past Christmas. And people won't see this until the middle of January. And by then you'll be USMTS racing. So, or close to it, I think. And so when's the first, I think February is the first race, right? Last, last week in February. Yeah. So you're, you'll be, you'll be building cars. People will know like. Oh yeah. I think yeah. some people probably already kind of know have or an have idea. an idea, I guess. Yeah. But. Anybody that knows math looked at the points and went, shit, that guy could be racing with us next year full time because he would have won this year. So, um, which we is awesome. Actually, I, I hope you do go out. I would like more Minnesota racers doing that would be awesome. Yeah. No, we, we were actually going to, we're considering it this year because we, uh, we had the point lead after the first weekend this year in Texas. So we we're thinking about it. But like I said, they raced over the Dairyland showdown at fountain city which i just like i just hate to miss that event i just want to be there at, you know i worked my first job was working at the racetrack and mowing 10 15 years ago and i've watched dad and tyrone and everybody build it to what it is and and you know that it took a lot of work and a lot of a lot of uh dedication to get that event and have that race so like it's just like I don't know. It's like a bittersweet thing for me right. to be there. And I want to yeah. watch, I want to participate and, and all that. So, so yeah, they, they raced over that last year and that's why we didn't run it last year. Really. I mean, we didn't suit up for it, but we probably could have if we really wanted to. Um, but no, this year we're actually planning on it. So good. good. Well, I wish you best of luck in that, man. Like that would be, it would be pretty cool to, like I said, have a, have a guy with a Minnesota address, parking that sucker at the end of the year, that would be pretty cool. So um, you'll have to go out there and battle with Dan. And, and uh, I think trying to think of there's other 
front running Minnesota guys that, that are kind of consistently Dan Ebert, I know is, is always right there, runs their full schedule. And, and I think plans to again. And so yeah. that's uh yeah. Fun stuff, man. So, yeah. Okay, so enough about racing. We're going to have some fun here. We do uh, this thing on the show, Jake called the your MTH.com rapid fire questions is what it's been called for the two years that, that MTH has been on the show. And we've changed that up to the yourmth.com game time. And it's just going to be a different, it's not going to be rapid fire questions anymore. It'll be all the same type of questions. And your your game that we're going to play is called this or that. And so it'll just be a choice of this or that. And you have to decide which one you would rather have. And so, and it's all brought to you by your MTH, a, a, a name that you certainly know well as because you're a race guy. And they're everywhere in racing. Um, mm-hmm. the, the mod, the mod wars that are going on uh, up at Ogilvy and in Princeton. There's like this amazing race. I'm sure you will be a part of this year because uh, I think the USMTS guys. It's part of the part of your loop up here. And so mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty excited that I get to announce one of your USMT. Well, be at one of your USMTS races this this <laughs> summer at Granite City. So that'll be pretty fun. Um, but yourmth.com. If you haven't bought a used car, or you need a used car, go to yourmth.com, give them a shot at earning your business. So this or that, would you now I know somewhere off screen right now, Jake is your pretty brand new wife. And she could maybe <laughs> hear our voices. And if she can't hear our voices right now, she's certainly gonna watch this video. Uh <laughs> and so the question is: love or money? Uh, love all day. <laughs> okay. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> um, unless it gets me all brand new stuff. At, no, never mind. It's love. <laughs> um, are you a planet guy or a wing it guy? Wing it, hands wing down. It. All right, mm. easy, easy peasy. How about yep. uh, how about Emma? She 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 must be the planet. Uh, total opposite. Total yeah. opposite. Yeah, she's got to have a plan. Yeah, that's good because then you're the yin yang on each other that she can plan it, you can wing it, and it hopefully works out in the end, kind of thing. I drive her nuts because of it. <laughs> I would bet. Yeah. There's, I heard this in a movie, or I don't know exactly where I heard a comedian or something like that said it. And he goes, um, There's a huge difference between planning or uh, there's a huge difference between winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's go see what happens. <laughs> but it's the same thing. So, yeah. Um, this is maybe the toughest question in this whole deal. It would be for me is pizza or tacos. Mm, that is a tough one. That is a really tough question. If you can honestly, only have probably, one or the other. probably pizza, honestly. Man, I'm a I eat a lot of pizza. I can just kill tacos. Like I, but pizza. Oh, pizza. I can too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> pizza is they're pizza, both, man. Yeah. Pizza is easier. Good. If I were single, if I were a single that's, that's guy, why I pick pizza. <laughs> it's pizza forever because tacos, yeah. my wife goes, tacos is literally the easiest meal in the world to make. And I'm like, there's a lot of steps and it's like pizza, pizza. that's it. <laughs> yeah. um, so Jake, Tim, five years into the future, 10 years into the future, do you want to be the hero on the racetrack or the villain on the racetrack? Uh, hmm. 
it's a tough probably question. a little bit of, probably a little bit of each because if you're really really good you're gonna have both <laughs> oh see that's good i like that answer jake because <laughs> you're right if you're if you're rtj there's people that love you and then there's people mm-hmm. that hold up cardboard signs that say anybody but rtj and so yeah, and he didn't do anything wrong it was just people i went all the time they develop haters it's yeah just you just got, yeah 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 it's certainly not i mean i don't know ricky from anybody but um he kind of like, like kind of like scott bloomquist like like he said uh i think he i think he said it uh cheer me or boo me either way you love me or something yeah yeah like, you're watching some, me some either way kind lines. of a thing yeah exactly yeah and yeah. so I actually, uh, I went up and bought, uh, my son is a huge RTJ guy. And so I went up and bought, it's actually, it's, uh, I bought, I bought a little mini door panel for my future man cave and, uh, oh, nice. um, and it happened to be Ricky's wife that was working like, like every wife is work. They never get to watch a race cause they're always in the freaking t-shirt <laughs> tent selling stuff. Right. And, uh, um, and I said, I will be so disappointed if I come back to the dome next year and there isn't a shirt that isn't, it's just a piece of cardboard that says anybody, but RTJ, like they need yeah. to do that t-shirt. I would love it. So it would be yeah. right along with your fenced, you know, fenced it t-shirt. Like that's yeah. sell huge. So, yeah, but cause it, cause then you get the haters that will buy that shirt because it says anybody, but RTJ but you had to buy it from RTJ. So, so the haters are funding <laughs> you at that point. Right. So that's awesome. So um, now this is maybe, this will be your toughest question. I think is late model or mod. Like what you can only do one for the rest of your life. Which one you picking? Uh, well, we run, because we run so good in the mod, I would, for, uh, um, I don't know how to say it. Just, uh, security is probably the mod right now but uh let's say i i start running good in the late model i would choose the late model for sure be, yeah the amount of money you can raise for and, well the they're both really fun actually actually to be honest with you I think the modified is sometimes more fun to drive because you can do uh i think the mods allow you to make up for more behind the wheel um, just yeah. like if your car's not, if your car's not, don't get me wrong. You got to be able to drive either way. Like you, you, I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but if you have like a bad lay model, like it's just not handling well, there's not a whole lot you can do right. behind the wheel to try and make it work. Uh, as to where modified, you can kind of, you know, you might have a 10th place car and you can, as to where maybe a late model, you have a 10th place car maybe you get eighth if you make the right decisions, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but just, uh, the hype and, and the, the fan base and every and the money that you can raise for in late models is, is getting pretty outrageous. So, it is crazy. um, I definitely want to be involved in that long-term. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and so, then last question, it's hard to say one but, or the other. Yeah, it is. You don't get, the fortunate thing is you don't have to choose, right? Like you get to do both until one path becomes super obvious, like nah, clear and obvious. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so um, there's only so many Kyle Larson's out there that get to race 
everything and be the best at it kind of a thing. And so there your your windows like one. Yeah, like there's one. <laughs> Maybe yeah. two. RTJ. <laughs> see, I would love yeah. to see I would like to see him. I guess we get to see him in a midget. He's gonna go do like right now, they're doing the uh um the golden driller, whatever. What's that? The chili bowl. Like he's off doing that and so we'll get to see him in a midget and it would be fun to see him get in a cup car and I'd be really curious to see how he would do in a cup yeah, car. Yeah. Or even one, any kind of Yeah. He's one guy that I've watched get in just about anything, any chassis, any car, any class, any motor. Don't and he just matter. does it. Yeah. He's just good. It yeah. doesn't matter. And yeah. Him and Kyle Larson are the only people. I will say, I will say this. I Kyle Larson I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but he everything he gets in, he does have like the best equipment is, in the pits. It is he gets himself the best ride there. Yeah. And uh and you know, had he should, he's the best driver there, probably. So yeah. uh but RTJ I've seen do a lot with a little on a you know, on another note, I've seen him take a chassis that nobody's ever, you know, even heard of and go out there and just stop us. So right. So that's you know, a whole nother level of being able to kind of take whatever you have and make it work. <laughs> I, I, I make the, um, the, the comparison, the comparison is the wrong word, but if your race craft, meaning you just said you can take a 10th place car and with a good decision, make it, you know, get eighth place out of, you know, like you, you finish better than you should because you made a good decision. I call that mm-hmm. race craft where you, you know, when to go hunting for traction and when to not, you know, when mm-hmm. to dive, you know, to, to start the slide job, you know, when to hold back to, yep. you know, the, the tendencies of the drivers around you, you know, if, if this corner is going to hold, you know, where you can diamond it off and come down the inside of two and get a big drive up the backstretch or race craft. Like, you know, racing instead of go fast, turn left, any monkey can do that kind of a thing and and just be out on the track making laps. Right. And when, when you become RTJ, Kyle Larson race craft, good, then, then the rest of it is detailed. Like it's, it's, that's, that's why Ricky can get in a card that nobody's heard of or nobody I love seeing drivers get in a car that is somebody else's car that's been out there that is a 10th place car and they go, you know, just stomp on everyone's throats by a half a lap <laughs> in, in the car that's junk, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so it's, those, those are fun to watch at the local track level and, and I'm sure at the big track level too. So, um, so last question here is uh, front row or second row to start a race second row every time yes everybody <laughs> says that tra- unless i know the track's gonna be single file second row yes it, unless you're at the dome uh yeah dome i would want to be on the front row yeah yeah, yeah. and on the inside but, <laughs> yeah i've definitely i've definitely i mean i don't have a count on it but i definitely feel like i've lost way more races because i'm out front and i don't see the lines changing or whatever. Yeah. And I get passed first being that guy that's doing the passing. Cause I'm behind him and I can 
go high or low and see if you I can catch hunt. or lose, you yeah. know? Yeah. When you're out flying, you have nobody to judge your speed off of. You're just a sitting duck. Yeah. Yep. And that's where, again, racecraft and the, the difference, and I'm, I'm going to pick on you here just a little bit, the difference between Jake Tim and Ricky Thornton is, is Ricky will go hunting. Like Rick, Ricky in first place will, will go try the middle, try the top and go, nope, it's still the bottom. And, and, you know, risk, risk himself for two laps to go find something that was different. And, mm-hmm. and maybe if the, if the high side was good or whatever, now there's probably somebody off corner number two doing this. <laughs> and in so late models, yeah. Yeah, there there might be a little something something going on there, but it's um it is what it is. Like that's the that's that's the difference between really good and great, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's what separates most most you know really good drivers. I mean, obviously there's something to just being smooth and yeah. being able to run the consistent line, but to to really get like to an elite level, you have to. It's those decisions that make the difference in the exactly. end of the race. So yep, yep. And and going where no one else is. Like that's the thing yeah. that you know, there's there were so many examples of it. I mean, that's the the great thing about that dome race, especially on the modified side. There isn't there's no one there that's a pooch. Like you you have to be invited yeah, yeah. to that race. It's not just the first. 50 guys to sign up are the guys that get into that dome and the modified side. You can't just show up. Like you got to be, you have done something in order to be in that, in that field. And, and so everybody there is the best there is in the modified class. And, and it's so much fun to watch because nobody just gets in a freight train and follows each other around going, well, this Jack's one lined. No, the track is 80 feet wide. Like every, like somebody went up there and passed all your asses, right. you know? And so yeah. it's, uh, that, it's the fun thing about it is there is no choo-choo trains and, and it's three wide racing for 40 freaking laps. It's so much. No fun. drafting. Yeah. <laughs> drafting on your one fifth mile racetrack. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's the ormth.com rapid fire questions. We move on to the ECS pay it forward question. And this is where the drivers usually get nervous here, Jake, is um, it's a question. My last guest gets to ask you a question. You are going to ask my next guest a question. And uh, and it's all brought to you by ECS, which is East Central Sports up in North, up for you, down for me uh, in North Branch, Minnesota. He's Mac is the guy who owns it. He's the guy that gets you all your little pit bikes and the golf carts and all the stuff to get around whatever race you're at somewhere in the world. And so if you need one of those, give Mac a call. He'll get you set up. Uh, tell him I sent you and he'll give you $300 off the price probably. So, um, so my last guest uh, was a guy named Scott Kosek. Um, I don't expect you to know that name, but there is a website called get in the stands dot com and uh it's a facebook page and it is you could probably use this in your travels jake because you literally go to get in the stands.com put in the state that you're in uh and it literally tells you a list of every racetrack in that state when they race what classes they race links to their facebook links to their website it is it is this wicked awesome tool that kind of has the same goal as this show is to just put more people in the grandstands, right? 
and mm-hmm. um and we've developed into a relationship scott was on my show kind of explained where that where his idea came from and and how he goes about it um and then we're we're going to develop a little bit of a, a partnership between his his stuff and my stuff and uh, and hopefully grow both of them out of it and so but his question for you he goes i don't want to i don't want to ask a normal you know what do you do to your tires to make grip kind of question you know um yeah. his question was let's say that jake tim had never seen a race car and let's say that jake tim grew up riding horses and you're a rodeo star and not a not a not a race car guy are you a barrel racer or a a bull rider that's a question <laughs> for you uh probably probably a barrel racer because really? okay <laughs> just for the same reason i wouldn't i wouldn't want to drive a sprint cars cuz i i don't want to risk my life cuz crashing <laughs> you know? sucks exactly yeah, yes but too many i've heard of too many people getting hurt and what and and whatnot and hats off to those guys for having the nuts to do that <laughs> i i am the same way but, man but i would much i would much rather be safe knowing or do what i want to do while knowing i'm being safe yeah know? yeah there now, is it's it's the the bull rider that's you, like your your equivalency is dead on the nuts perfect because that <laughs> sprint cars don't crash ever gentle like the like the, no. like a slow motion rollover of a sprint car is still three flips in the air kind of a thing and, and there's nothing around you yes it's like so crazy you do the dude next to you's tire can be in your lap yes it's so <laughs> nuts it's i've said the same thing even when i was a young invincible man like yourself I, nope no sprint cars for kyle like there's yeah like, i would never race a sprint car and i would never race a boat like a like a hydroplane across the water yeah. on an ever you know the the track is doing this and you're flying over it not a chance in hell uh yep. and then the other thing that would that scares the bejesus out of me is a funny car like a, a drag racing funny oh, car yeah. i would i think i would get in and stomp the pedal one time in a dragster because the engine's back here and when shit goes bad it's going that way but there's 12,000 horsepower sitting like precariously close to your body between your yeah. legs. And I'm like, how do these guys do that? I just and you're going it. 300 miles an hour. Yes. Yeah. You, that's... If something goes wrong at 300 miles an hour, there's not a whole lot that can keep you safe. No, not really. No, <laughs> there's, and concrete is in every direction. Like it's, yeah. just, it's not good. And so, yeah. but, um, so you would you would choose barrel racing, not bull riding, for the sake of uh, racing again tomorrow. By a bull. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that's a good good yeah. call. Good call. Okay, so the the second part of the pay it forward question, Jake, is you have to ask my next guest a question. I told you before we hit record, you're you're definitely going to know who this is, even if you're not friends with this person. And I and I don't know, maybe you are friends with him, but it's Ben Shelton, like the flow racing, big hair, Ben Shelton. And so do you, like, you certainly know of Ben, but do you, do you know Ben? Uh, I've talked to him a few times, but not like, not a lot. Not buddies. Yeah. Okay. Pretty casual conversations. Yeah. So what would your, what would your question to ask Ben be? Man, I don't know. 
That's a tough one. There's so many questions you can ask Ben. Uh, probably, probably what what's the best race you've ever announced? What's what's the best race that sticks out in your head? Most memorable. Most memorable. There you go. Most memorable race. That's a good one. Makes me, as an announcer, it kind of makes me want to ask, like, I ask myself that question, and there's, it would be hard to pick one that, that is the most, because there's, like, instantly, like, he's five been, that kind of pop to mind, but. He's been to a lot of them, and he's lot of history. Put on more miles than I have, you know, he probably puts more miles on than I do. So. Oh, for sure. The difference is, is that seen them all. I think his is in an airplane and yours is in a bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although maybe, maybe we'll find that out if he's if he travels by car more than airplane. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure it's a lot of miles too. Some places it don't make sense to fly, but yeah. uh, maybe change it. Can we change it? We change can do it whatever. One, we one, want. He looks, one when he looks forward to the most every year. We can ask both of those. There. Um, what do you look forward to? Look forward to the most it's got to be the dome race right like that's like i i I would think that's what he's gonna say but or i could see eldora one or the other probably or i mean like it's it's ben shelton so he's at every there every huge race is is ben and dustin and so it's uh yeah that that i that's a really good question because i bet there's i bet it's hard to choose the answer might be the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like whatever's yeah. next kind of a thing. And so it's, I, I can tell you, I will answer that question as an announcer uh, at, at small time track, one track a week is uh, the, the race that I'm looking forward to the most is the USMTS race at Granite city next June. And so I am, yeah. uh, I, when that came out on the schedule, I am, I'm crazy excited about that because you guys travel like there's a lot of tours where it's you know there's five guys six guys that tour and do the whole series yours it's 15 or 20 guys that do the whole series and then Mm -hmm. there's another 20 guys that are close by and so they make it and and it's the best modified guys on the damn planet are racing usmts and so it is, uh, I'm super excited to have you guys at my track this summer and uh, be able to come around and shake hands and and I'll definitely see you and and uh, and come down and shake your hand. So, yeah. uh, and it'll, it'll, and you'll, it's a, it's a little small bowl ring track. You will have just won at Cedar Lake the night before, <laughs> and then you come over here to Granite and you do the double up. It'll be pretty fun. So I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right too. Yeah. If I am right, then, uh, some royalties will come this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. I'll buy a couple of beers or something. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for <laughs> you for sure. So, um, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time and, and time away from the wife when uh, in the in the couple week off season that you have here, man. I, I appreciate yeah, the no time. Problem. And, I appreciate and, uh, you having me on. Absolutely, man. Wish you best of luck in 2024. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too. Jake Tim on After the Checkers, everybody.